welcome to this week's episode of Unscripted Energy. I am one of your hosts, Nora Nopal, and I'm joined by my co-host, Pat Jones. Unscripted Energy is a podcast focused on the healing properties of energy work integrated in everyday things in everyday life. Unscripted because it's just that. Unscripted, unedited authenticity from two people working in the field of energy and spiritual wellness. So tune in, not just to us, but to yourself and experience unscripted energy. Let's see what happens. Indeed, welcome to another episode of Unscripted Energy. I am your host, Nora Nopal, and I am joined with my co-host, Pat Jones. So how are you doing today, Pat? I'm doing great, thanks. How are you today? I am doing great also. So, you know, I like how we let in with that. Let's see what happens, right? (laughs) Every week when we do this. That's what we do. I have no idea what's going to happen. So it's Pat's turn to pick the word this week. We've all all recovered from last week's word. (laughs) Uh, Just barely. No. (laughs) It was good. What do you got? All right. The word is stillness. Oh. That's one of my favorite Stillness. words. That's a nice word. It is a nice word. The moment you said Let's it, I just kind of went, oh, okay. Doesn't it, it just make you kind of, <laughs> your shoulders drop? Yeah. Yeah. Stillness is uh, silence, quiet, hush, the absence of motion. So, that's pretty straightforward. Mm-hmm. The absence of motion. The absence of motion. Silence. Quiet. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I know. We have a podcast to do, though. But we could just sit I here know, in the right? silence. Okay. I don't know Take if our listeners would stay to... with us, though. Yeah, let's just be silent for 45 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Joke's on you all. That's the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's see. We'll have to drop into stillness, won't we? I think so. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm all already right. there. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's, as you are able, let's close our eyes and um, let's, let's do hands at the heart with heel of the hands together, fingers apart slightly, and this is a um, hand position like with the lotus style of Qigong, and it's also for gratitude. And and let's just drop into this moment right here, right now. Nowhere else to be, nothing else to do. Take this moment of stillness. For yourself, embrace some silence, some quiet, embrace some stillness,
still. You might find that even when you slow down and you are still, after a moment, you might feel your body actually wants to move a little bit. You might notice that your hands are opening up like a flower blossoming in the sun. Drop into that stillness and also notice. As we prepare to have a discussion about the energy of stillness, feel some gratitude in the heart. For this moment of quiet and calm and peace. Namaste. Namaste. Mm. Thank you for that, Pat. You're welcome. Does this ever happen to you where a lot of times uh, I'll be doing that type of meditation and I'll think about saying amen I do yeah and instead instead of or before saying namaste just now I I almost said amen I've done that in class before I will say amen and namaste and I actually have a I have a tank top that a friend of mine made me a couple years ago that says amen and zen I have a, I have a facial mask that says it too, amen and zen. Um, That's right. I have seen that. Yeah, I've seen you wear that. Yeah. 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 That that just happened, <laughs> and um, I think that's cool. Well, and for those who don't know, you know, amen is, and so it is. So I think it's appropriate mm-hmm. to end mm-hmm. a meditation with, with amen, yeah. and yeah. so it is. And yeah. Namaste, for those who don't know, is the light in me meets and greets the light in you, or some translation thereof, because I've heard it a lot of different ways There's of variation. different ones. Yeah. The, div- the divine, I've heard the divine in me sees the divine in you, something like that. Yeah. Or, and, mm-hmm. um, what was I going to say? <laughs> um, about amen. Um, it, it feels in a way when we're doing this and doing these um, meditations off the top of our head in the moment as, as we do here on this podcast, it it really can feel like a prayer and, and prayer can be, um, just a moment, you know, it doesn't necessarily have to be, um, any long major thing. It can just be that moment of gratitude or, or, that kind of thing. So I could, maybe that's why I feel like saying amen <laughs> sometimes. Yeah. No, I, I, I totally get that. I, and I think like, I don't know why, but when you said that, like, to me, they're, like when we're in, you know, when I am praying or, um, you know, and I say, and I do say amen, there's some, to me, there is some stillness in that 
that finality. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like you're affirming those words you just said before, amen. And then when you say amen, it's like mm-hmm. you're, you're embodying that affirmation. So I think there's like an implied yeah. stillness in there. Mm-hmm. And I just thought of and, and wrote down, um, going along with our word, be, be still and know that I am God. I love that. I have a... Um, one of my meditation when I do the I have a faith based meditation class that I'm that I I did during 2020 um, I led it online and that was one of the the hymns by Beautiful Chorus that I would use I just if you it's on Spotify if you ever if, if any of you like, of course of course you guys use Spotify because that's how you listen to us um, yeah there you go. so yeah Beautiful Chorus they do. Um, this beautiful rendition of Be Still and Know that I just love. Oh, I'll have to. I think I've heard it, but I'll have to get back to it. Well, and if I think about it, I will post it on our Unscripted Energy page. Okay, that'd be great. Yeah. So, now we're we're all so relaxed. And so still, we don't want to talk about anything. We just want to sit in this. Yeah. We just stay here. We just want to soak it up. Yeah. And that's, I mean, and that's that's fantastic to want to just be in the stillness. Um, Because I think it's, Mm -hmm. you, you hear meditation teachers and yogis, you hear them say this often, Pat, and I don't know if the same is possibly true with Qigong, but... Um, we say often that, you know, this stillness and quiet is often an underrated asset. Like we think like Mm -hmm. in meditation class, you know, that in, in, as yogis that there's, you know, the need to have to always like to, to talk and give direction or instruction. And so many of the good yogis and meditation teachers that I know and practice with, invite that stillness and that quiet because the life mm-hmm. is just so chaotic and always just moving so quickly that mm-hmm. we don't often give stillness you know the asset of stillness it's due until we really experience mm-hmm. it and practice it do you think what do you think about that yeah and it just it makes me think of and in, in um Qigong is the the slowing down, the the power in moving slowly, and the um, the quality of that is what sets Qigong apart from other forms of quote unquote exercise. Mm-hmm. The the flows and the it it is a moving meditation so you are moving but it it brings you to that that stillness in a way with within you um even even though you are moving Mm -hmm. so it's a little different but um yeah I would put it in the same the same area well I think in that even though you're moving and creating your own like energy swill if you will um there's this the thing I think in the stillness that I feel qigong embodies at least from a practitioner standpoint of you know somebody who who does this with you that um it's not for me what I experience is like not just the stillness within, but it allows me to be mindful of of just being ever present in in that movement and mm-hmm. that motion, and the stillness mm-hmm. is the space between me and the rest of the world, or even the other participants in class. Um, you know, even the instructor. Really, it's like we're. We're getting this instruction, but and doing this thing, but there's this kind of 
you have to experience it. You really can't just speak on it. The stillness mm-hmm. that in, is invited into the space that kind of allows the rest of the world to be tuned out in some ways, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's great. And that present moment awareness mm-hmm. and the um, being more than doing. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of times. Um, There's like. Um, yeah. Wouldn't you even say that you can you can experience that space like even. Even in the rhythms of the flows or the breaths, like if you visualize energy, like if I would invite you guys to inv- visualize energy for a minute and you see your being is like the center, right? Your being is like the center of that ball of energy. And there's these mm-hmm. waves, right? These waves mm-hmm. that kind of circle out from it. Well, what's between those waves? There's that stillness, right? The stillness, yeah. yeah. So even like when you're That's in great. that moment and you're doing like going into the next motion, there's a slight pause or a transition between going to the like to the next side or um, mm-hmm. so if you if you allow yourself to um, to you know to envision that when you're doing that and it can be any kind of exercise whether it's qig- qigong or you know if you're running I just thought of this mm-hmm. when you're running there's that space between when your foot comes off there's that stillness between when your foot comes off the pavement and lands again like the stillness is, a, is, is within mm-hmm. you and around you you just have to know where to look for it and be aware of it. Is that like the um, music is the space between the notes? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I've ever heard of that. Music is the space between the notes. I like that. It's, it's something like that. It's something like that. And it, when you said that, though, I could visualize like the, the you know, the bars when you write music, right? Mm-hmm. And there's notes that are placed on the lines or between the lines or however. I'm I'm not a composer. I don't. I, and I don't know how to read music, so yeah, I'm, I don't yeah. either. But if I you could, imagine, I could be, you know, way off. <laughs> but if you imagine what that looks like, you know, we've all seen. I would imagine sheet music mm-hmm. of some kind or that kind of stanza. Yeah. And there's space between that. There's space between the notes. There's space between the lines. It's that space where mm-hmm. stillness resides. And, you know, I think of, like, when somebody sings, like, a really just, like, like a powerful ballad, right? And you, like, every word and every vibration is just hitting you in a certain space. But it's, like, those those purposeful pauses that they place in those right moments that I find sometimes are so more, even more profoundly um, emotional than the words and the melodies. It's like when they pause and give you that moment to kind of go, oh. And how that touches your heart, yeah. Yeah. Who knew stillness could be so profound? You know? Yeah. I didn't know. But I find more and more that I value the stillness and the quiet and the silence um I I don't know (laughs) I just love it do you find this might be a this this just dawned on me and it's actually something like um you know that I've, I've I've kind of been thinking about in the last couple of years um, do you think that like the last two and a half years or so that we've all been kind of dealing with the co- the world of COVID as we'll call it, mm-hmm. that, um, stillness has kind of had take, taken on a different, like a different life form. Cause for so long, I think we had like the chaos of uncertainty. And so we longed to find mm-hmm. that space where uncertainty 
wasn't part of that world. Um, mm-hmm. But then we had the absence of different things that were just our norms, right? Like going to the grocery store yeah. in the same way or going out to eat and, and things like that and going to church. Yeah. Like those norms became being, absent. Being with people. And, yeah. Yeah. And so that absence of that... I know I'm sounding kind of abstract in the stillness, but just follow me for a moment that the absence of that movement or that activity that we were so used to participating in, it hit us all in different ways. So we had to learn to be in the stillness or be absent of the people or be absent of the, the Mm -hmm. routine. And for Mm -hmm. some, in some ways that was unsettling. Like, I don't know, I don't know how to be alone with myself, right? Yeah, yeah. And to all different degrees. I mean, Mm. people are going to, and had to deal with that in their own way. And I'm sure it was from one end of the spectrum to the other as far as how people handled the, the stillness let's just, since that's our word, Mm -hmm. um, the stillness of being in lockdown. (laughs) Because... Yeah. yeah. um, Or or as people were calling it, yeah, in lockdown. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, And and just, I'm just thinking of that time period. Right. um, Where it's like one person, one person per your house can leave and go do the things and only that person and yeah yeah and and whether you embrace that or it absolutely put you over the edge where it just made you so uncomfortable you couldn't stand it and everything in between um yeah and i i think you know i'm guessing that a lot of people um might not really like being still or like silence or mm-hmm. like quiet. Um, but everybody, everybody's different. Absolutely. Everybody, everybody likes different things. So. Well, and I, I think that's because outside of the, the, the given that, it, you know, that the definition of, of stillness itself um there's this there's this kind of there's this power really there's a lot of power in stillness because it takes yeah. a lot of yeah. it takes a lot of inertia to not move right i mean you you might not realize it maybe inertia is the wrong word but it takes a lot of um i guess maybe resiliency is better choice of word to to be kind of devoid or absent of motion and just mm-hmm. be with yourself there's a lot of power in that um in if yeah. you can if you can do it and learn from it you can build resiliency i think out of the discomfort um but there is yeah. a lot of and, power and in that do you see that in in and around your meditation classes as far as um, the practice of of being still and the practice of meditation yeah um, you know I hear often especially from first-time meditators or or people maybe who haven't done it often, or people who have a different kind of idea of what it's supposed to be. Um, you know, they don't necessarily like the sitting still. And meditation's not for, mm-hmm. for everyone, I get that. But people do have an issue sometimes with just sitting still or being still. And I think what they're, at least to my conclusion that I've come to, is that um, in that stillness, we don't like the things that show up. Yeah. Right? We don't like the things that we start to notice about ourselves. 
and and it's not a good feeling sometimes when we start to become aware that if we're part of the problem that we're trying to absolve um yeah 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 because still stillness is you know it's the energy of just the energetic quality of being it's essentially and if you don't have a favorable esteem or view of yourself or or your worth then it might not be very comfortable to sit with that yeah you might not want to exp- you might not be in a place you're ready to explore it mm-hmm. and until you are i would tell you not to maybe not to meditate because i don't want it to be uncomfortable Necess- i don't want it to be unbearable let me say that but i will tell my students yeah. that it does have the tendency to be uncomfortable when you become aware of things but the beauty of that is now you're aware of it and you can work on it if you choose to or if it's not mm-hmm. consequential you can choose to just let it go that's the beauty of meditation mm-hmm. yeah yeah but you do have to get there with practice and that stillness can be very unfavorable when we don't have when we don't like ourselves very well, if I'm being blunt, if we don't like ourselves yeah. very well, we don't want to sit with that. Think about being on a, on a on a train or a bus, right? If you were a kid, I think of the bus metaphor, and you walk down all the aisles and you glance side to side at each seat, thinking about where it is you want to sit. You don't want to sit next to this person who maybe bullied you or that person who's not very nice or maybe you don't know that person very well. Um, so you maybe choose to sit in a seat by yourself um you know that quality in meditation is a lot like that if you don't like yourself you're not going to want to sit next to yourself for a minute and explore that yeah yeah so that's that's a good way to look at it yeah and it and it comes up you know in meditation sometimes and i say are you at a place where you're ready to and you're at a place where you're ready to explore that. And if you are, you know, ask, you know, ask that, that space, that kind of muck that has come into the space, ask, ask it what it, what it's there for. What's its purpose? That's how you try to dissolve it by asking questions. You, um, I think it was in last week's, you know, beginning activity, we talked about that stillness, right? And then in, inviting that, that kind of comfort into the, the discomfort yeah in the space okay. yeah. yeah yeah you know so when that muck comes in uninvited and you go oh, i don't like that <laughs> you're disturbing my stillness i don't like that well what's it there yeah. for? yeah why why did it show up you know yeah that, like you say questioning and not just not judging resisting it. or judging yeah, yeah just oh that's interesting and and wonder why and yeah that and kind it, of thing and it's okay not to like it you know it's okay yeah. there's parts of me that i'm not thrilled about but it's i don't i don't i know that's not the whole of my wholeness of my being right yeah then that's probably that's probably pretty normal for most people wouldn't you say i think so i think that they're you know any i think probably even the most you know balanced person with like the highest self-esteem and self-worth probably has moments of oh i don't like that but i would imagine maybe you know with practice they they decide whether whatever that thing is that they don't like is consequential or not meaning is that something I want to work on that affects my life and I want to work on it so it doesn't? Or is it something that comes up that I don't necessarily like, but you know what? I've learned to live with it and other people are going to have to learn how to live with it too. <laughs> you know, that this just, it's encoded in mm-hmm. my DNA and I don't want to change it. Okay. Okay, that's yeah. fine. You know, if you can learn to live with the consequences, then just be, just be still with, and be okay with with that i think there's a lot of there's a lot of resolve and 
that's another like stillness where there's a lot of resolve in just being okay with who you are even even if you even if you've been labeled as a crappy human being, if you're like, well, that's their perception, I'm okay with who I am, then okay, mm-hmm. be okay with who yeah. you are. I'm not going to yeah. change your mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And and, and yeah. that doesn't mean that, you know, necessarily that you're condoning someone else's behavior, but again, that's their behavior. The st- right. The stillness comes in in the fact that you go... I can't, that's outside of my lotus of control. I, yeah, I get to choose how much I, how, how much energy I'm investing in that. That's where the stillness comes in. I get to choose how mm-hmm. much energy I'm investing in that. Yeah. And so much can happen in stillness like so much can come to you um you know different um like intuition or Mm um answers to questions you might have or I mean just it just seems like I mean I, I say it so much when I say in class, let's just take a moment to sense and feel. Mm-hmm. I say that all the time yeah. in, in my classes. So just taking that moment of stillness to, to kind of check in and, and sense and feel what's going on in the mind, in the emotions, and in the body. Mm-hmm. And and then kind of go from there. Yeah. And I think stillness in, allows for space to to decide if that's something that you need to or want to explore or it invites space for you to be able to, you know, file it away. You know, is it in either mm-hmm. inconsequential or I'll work on it later? You know, stillness mm-hmm. stillness mm-hmm. just brings that awareness so that it invites that space for awareness to arrive. Yeah. And I think for me it's a it's a way to um relieve stress. Yeah. Just by but just by sprinkling some moments of stillness in through the day um like you say when when you said file that away that's what made me think of that Mm -hmm. like okay I'm not gonna worry about that right now and I'm just gonna you know kind of let that go for now and just sit here for a minute and yeah be still it's um I like how you said that, that sprinkling it in, like, you know, wherever you can, just gradually, like, letting it mm-hmm. kind of sift, sift and simmer, or simmer and sift, or whatever, you know, just letting it just fall where mm-hmm. it may, and be present, um, you know, there's, there's that, but don't you find some days, Pat, like, for whatever the reason, you just really feel like you need to drink stillness you need you need to just drink stillness Mm -hmm. in or bathe in it i need to bathe and shower in the stillness um rather than sprinkle it because it's like yeah yeah (laughs) baptize me out of this chaos please (laughs) yeah yeah and i think the the key is is recognizing that for Mm -hmm. yourself and and taking taking the time to do that, even if it's you know a moment or two or however long you have or however long you need to mm-hmm. uh, to to make that time for that because that's the that's the yin and the yang, the being and the doing mm-hmm. and and 
well, I mean, we've talked about a lot of this so much, but, you know, in order to have good sleep, you, you need a certain kind of energy. And we, we tend to be so active in all, in all the doing, if you, if you get some yin energy going there and, and do things like just being still, then that's, that's balancing the, the yin and the yang, which, which helps with sleep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I guess, I guess to count, I guess to counter that, if you are just in a place where you're just so still and so quiet, then your energy vibration is like, and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with feeling really good. Like I feel really good right now having, you know, gone through this last, you know, 30 minutes of this podcast and just feeling owning my stillness. Mm -hmm. right? yeah. Um, but if, <laughs> yeah. You speak of that yin and that yang. If you're at a place where you feel like your stillness, you're very still, and things are so low, and you need that energetic boost, then as we've said here, I think the opposite of that is to then move, right? Get up, and move around. Yeah. Get up and move yeah. around. And there's Go walk. there's the balance. Mm -hmm. There's the balance. Walk or sit in your chair or whatever it is you have to do to just bring a little balance back in. But in in this. In this modern life, it's usually the other way around, where Absolutely. you're going, 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 going until you drop, mm -hmm. until you have to, you have to be down. That's oh, what happens a lot of times. That's the truth. When when you've got pushed the envelope too, too far, and you're sitting yeah. now in a hospital bed hooked up to things, and you go, oh, crap. I should have listened to my yeah. body. I should have listened to my spirit. I should have listened to my mind, whatever it is. When you're going, oh, crap. <laughs> now what am I going to do? <laughs> yeah. Speaking from personal so maybe, experience. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and maybe stillness, you know, and talking about this today, just kind of planting a seed here for for bringing moments of stillness into your life as a, a practice that will help balance. Because I think so many times that's what we're looking for. We're looking for yeah. some balance. Yeah. How many times have you heard people say that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I wish, the tail, I wish the scales would just stop tipping in that direction. Well, yeah, that's why you're, that's what you're looking for. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Or clarity. I hear that so much. I just wish I had focus and clarity. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, it's quite possible. I think that's a really, that is a hot button topic right now. Oh, for sure. Because, because we've talked about this before, like brain fog. And mm. to me, when someone says that, that's what you're talking about. Clarity of mind and, and focus. And spirit. Clear. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. clear intent mm -hmm. um all those things yeah and taking some time to relax slow down be still breathe conscious conscious breathing mm -hmm. inviting that stillness in well. mm -hmm. like the the word intention the very word intention is, you know, it, when we, that we use in meditation or qigong or um, my mindfulness mm -hmm. practices. Like, what are you hoping to get out of this? You know, that's that's yeah. inviting that stillness in or um, that clarity in or the direction or focus, whatever it is you're looking for. It's really just trying mm -hmm. to balance those scales, right, Pat? Energetically, you're just trying to balance those scales. Yeah. What's the intention? What is yeah. it you need that you have, you know, this this um, this side of the scale that's up higher? You know, what is it you need to put mm -hmm. in there? What's that's what the intention and 
What do you need to put in there okay. so that the stillness arrives and your scales are balanced? That it'll balance out a little bit, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or, and, what do you, or what do you need less of, right? So that this one, bottom one, comes up a little bit more, I suppose, yeah. Yeah, and just taking that time to to notice and and figure that out for, your, for yourself. Yeah. It's, it's, like we said at the beginning of the podcast, while stillness can seem scary or uncomfortable or even feel scary and uncomfortable, um, it's important, mm -hmm. I think, especially if you're somebody who's trying to, to actively do the self-work. If you don't know who you are to begin with, where do you start? Mm -hmm. Right? Well, something that we always say in Qigong is we start where we are. Right. You always start where you are. Right. But in order to do that, you kind of <laughs> have to stop for a second and say, hmm, where am I at? Okay. You do. Yeah. You have so to take that. Yeah. Take the, the moment of stillness to say, okay, where do I want to start? I'm, I want to start right here where I am. So where am I? Okay. I'm here. I'm in this moment. Mm -hmm. yeah. And just, just that little, just that little check-in is, is stillness. And I think that's, there's a lot, there's so much value in there in that little bit, what you just said, so much value. Because mm -hmm. often when we are trying to work on ourselves, we, we want to go back to the past and mm -hmm. figure out what it is we did, we did wrong or they did wrong or whatever. We want to, we want to stir all that up. Well, how's that going to, what's that going to do? Is, is that going to, is that going to be helpful somehow? Maybe, maybe it is. But how yeah. does how how does how does that help you um how does that help you to kind of bring healing to this moment? You know, how do you how do you reconcile yeah. it with this moment so that you can bring that stillness with you into the into every every present moment, which is essentially what we're saying is into the future. Mm -hmm. And be present in it every moment going forward. Because you yeah. can't go back and be present in it. You can't go back and be still in it. You might be able to no. go back and offer other things like forgiveness and understanding and what have you, but stillness isn't back there. There's really, there's really only now mm -hmm. and the past, it was, it was now. Mm -hmm. and the future, it's going to be now. Yeah, so. there is only now, absolutely. That's absolute truth. So, and as far as past and future, um, we in Qigong we we do movements and we work on this with um, different styles of Qigong, where it's about holding the past with lightness and. Mm -hmm and feeling excited and enthusiastic about the future. Mm -hmm. So it just, it just, that just makes me think of, um, in it's called enlightened tiger. Yeah. And, and we, you know, and a lot of times when we're doing a, a movement where we have one arm in front and one in back, the arm behind us is the past and the arm in front of us is the future. So that's, you know, a cool thing we, we do in Qigong mm -hmm. is we're actually moving with those energies mm -hmm. and, and, you know, you have your hand out behind you and you're holding the past with lightness yeah. and you're holding the future in front of you with excitement. So. I have to tell you, that's my new favorite 
Qigong pose. I love, I, love that Qigong I move. just love that. I'm going to have to, I have class today at five, yeah. so I'm, I'm going to have to do that now. My other favorite one is the, is, um, is the, is the cheese splash. I know it's very simple, yeah. but the cheese yeah. splash is my other favorite Qigong yeah. movement. Mm-hmm. I love that too, and I, I end every class with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and that's simple to to imagine. Cheese splash. What Nora's talking about is you hold your your arms out in front of you, and it's like you're splashing your face with water, and you just bring your hands up like you're splashing your face with water. And we we do that three times at the end of class, and it's it's just like that um, sprinkling shower of chi on your face, mm-hmm. and yeah, it's very cleansing and just uh, I mm-hmm. don't know restorative. Mm-hmm. I feel mm-hmm. that even though qigong itself is like it's just very light and free, in a lot of ways, if, if things do get stirred up you know mm-hmm. then that cheese mm-hmm. splash just kind of offers this kind of uh i don't know it's almost like a and this maybe this sounds corny but for me when i'm doing it every time i do it i'm like it's like a re reaffirming of my baptism in a way like just reminding oh, me of why why i'm here is that? yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah it's really it's a really beautiful thing. I just I, I enjoy your classes. I wish I could get to more of them. Thank you. But I do it in some way. <laughs> in some way, I think I do it like very regularly. Like if I'm getting ready for a client and I need to be centered and be here and kind of find my stillness. I don't know the technical name for this particular move, but I'll stand and ground myself in my office and then I kind of gently bounce on my on my balls and my heels like you know to kind of get a little tigger bounce kind of going and then shake my arms um just to kind of get the energy moving and like it's a way that I kind of purge out any stuff that I've had between clients and resetting the space I guess if you will that's that's awesome and that's a great thing for it's we just call it shaking <laughs> and um and i mean it's it's such a all over uh body mind uh stress mm-hmm. release it's it's wonderful that's a great thing to do in between your clients and yeah. for anybody out there that that works with people and and you need to to cleanse and clear in between or um even like um you're coming home from work and mm. you want to let go of the day before you walk into the house yeah that would be a great thing to do yeah. at the at the end of work or you know before you walk in the door how you know <laughs> and i love um just kind of pre- sprinkling these things in that's great um, throughout the day mm-hmm. too. Little little chi breaks, I call it. Yeah, yeah. Inviting you know, inviting the stillness in wherever you can because, like you said, if you purge it before you go in the house, you're kind of setting that intention. I'm leaving the office at the office and home at home. And if you're somebody mm-hmm. who's still working from home after all those times, you know, or you just have always worked from home, you know, taking that break to leave the room wherever your computer is and going outside and doing that and just kind of releasing it and then going back in the house even if it's only for like two minutes five minutes you're going to be more focused on whatever tasks you have to do for the rest of the day if you take those little breaks like that yeah Yeah. really important awesome well there you go stillness yeah and uh just just when you guys you know after all these episodes thought we couldn't talk about you know, possibly everything. Well, we prove, yeah, we prove, and we have. We we can talk about anything. <laughs> we can talk. We can talk about being quiet. Yeah, we can talk about being quiet. <laughs> well, when we come back, um, I will lead us in an activity that helps to invite and be aware of 
stillness um, in, in spaces that perhaps you didn't even know existed. So stay tuned. Do you have a word you want Pat and I to consider for a future episode? You can leave it on our Facebook page at Unscripted Energy or email us at unscriptedenergy at gmail.com. We look forward to hearing from you. Welcome back to Unscripted Energy. And so as we wind down today's podcast and this idea of stillness, It reminded me of this wonderful meditative practice that my pastor um, has done a couple of little workshops with us, with the parishioners on, and I hope that you'll find this, um, this activity as, um, as peaceful and as um, beautiful as I find it. And so, um, whether your word is the word we chose for today, stillness. Um, that's the word I'm going to use. Um, but I'm going to do this activity with you. And some of you of the Christian faith may be um, aware of, of it and, and practice it. And it's it's centering prayer. It's a type of meditation in the Christian world. And the way we do this is if, if, if you're at a place where it's safe for you to do so, you can either fold your hands together in prayer formation or hold them in front of you together with your fingertips up in prayer formation, or you can just allow them to just rest in your lap, um, whatever, whatever's comfortable for you. Um, if you feel safe and comfortable in doing so, you can close your eyes or you can leave them open and maybe gaze upward. And as you begin to settle into this space, the sacred stillness within you and around you, If stillness is something that you're wishing to pull towards you or to embody within and around, then allow that to be your sacred word or the symbol of your intention or whatever it is that you need to draw towards you or need to be rid of so that stillness arrives within. And allow that to just be the symbol of your intention to consent to the divine presence within. And so as you sit comfortably in this place, in this space, whether your eyes are closed or open, just settle briefly and silently into that sacred word or symbol. That sacred word or symbol of your consent to divine's presence within and around. And whenever you're engaged in your thoughts, whenever other thoughts float in or around, Gently return to that sacred word or symbol and allow it to be the focus of your intention. And begin to just notice your body's sensations. Notice what you feel and where you feel it. Notice any images associated with your sacred word or symbol. And just notice it. And with your next breath in, I would invite you to just breathe into that sacred stillness. 
And as you breathe out, release and let go of any temptation, trepidation, anything that's in the way of your stillness. And notice the space at the end of that exhalation before you take your next inhale as you inhale inhale into that sacred space of stillness and at the top of that breath just notice that space that exists before you exhale Let's continue that pattern for a few more breaths as you breathe in and rest in that sacred stillness at the top of the breath. And exhale, releasing any troubles or trepidations and letting it go, anything that's in the way of your stillness. And soon you begin to just notice that you're releasing stillness and breathing in stillness into your sacred space. That circular cycle of stillness is on the breath in and ever inviting at the top of the breath in the space that exists before you breathe out, cycling your stillness space at the bottom of the breath and then I would invite you to just be aware of what's at either end of the breath at the top and the bottom in that sacred space of stillness it's in that sacred space of stillness that we are aware of divine presence intuition, faith, the presence of hope, the truth. And they're not stacked on shelves and little jars in that space. They're just there. They just swim in the chi of the sacred stillness on either end of the breath. Just little sprinklings of energy within that space as you breathe in and deposit it as you leave out of the breath and flow around in that cycle of chi in the sacred stillness within and around. And note that at any time, any other thoughts or feelings or troubles or tribulations show up, you can just go back to that sacred space and allow them to be embraced, allow them to be cleansed and renewed as the waters of baptism often do. And as you exhale, allow yourself to just be freer for it, cleansed and renewed in the sacred space. Namaste and Amen. Namaste. Thank you for joining us today on this podcast and on another wonderful episode of Unscripted Energy. And for that, I am Nora Noble signing off. Be well. Stay safe. have been listening 
to Unscripted Energy, a podcast by hosts Nora Nopal and Pat Jones. The viewpoints on Unscripted Energy are those solely of the hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of our followers or commentators. Thank you for tuning in to Unscripted Energy.